We're going to go live. How how dare you, sir? <laughs> Zenilator, right off the bat. This, this is good. Let me outline today's topics. People are stupid, lazy, and worthless. Women don't like men. The West is declining. How dare you, sir? How dare you predict me? Because <laughs> you're right. We're going to start right off. I had a topic. I had a topic. Uh, and we'll get to it. But, you know, you wake up first thing, you grab your phony phone. <clears throat> and already it it turned out to be, you know, I'm not even, I didn't even get out of the bed. I'm in the bed. Girlfriend got me the coffee. Like the woman should. Woman should be out there making the coffee. Serving it to me lovingly so I don't have to give my cold little footsies out into the kitchen. <clears throat> and I, uh, it's, it's a million already. You know how I said death by a thousand cuts? I say death by a million mosquito bites. The mosquito bites were already happening. I didn't even get out of the bed. <clears throat> I wanted to replace my credit card. Yeah, I can even. No, I can't even. Some some of you you spurgs out there. Well, oh, I got his credit card number. So I don't know if it happens to you, but right at the top of where all the credit card numbers go across, it breaks pretty easily there. That's this has happened like past three, four credit cards. It lasts maybe three months, and uh, you're kind of like, really, you you couldn't. And this is why I hate boomers and um, corporations and employers, <clears throat> especially banks and finance, and, and people are stupid. How much more per credit card is it going to cost you to use the good plastic? Or not, not the best. Not the best. What if it's just, just mediocre? Remember the plastic we had five years ago for our credit cards and this never had? What, what schmuck? What corporate owning schmuck got himself an extra $300 profit, which he didn't, by the way, <clears throat> because we switched to the cheap plastic where it breaks right on the credit card numbers. Because it, you don't have to be a financial genius. And this is why, guys, this is we're going to talk about why you don't listen to the adults later on. The adults don't know what they're doing. The adults, I, I'm going to be Ferris Bueller. I'm going to be Calvin and Calvin and Hobbes. I'm at war with the adults, and I'm aware I'm an adult now, but the adults have always been stupid. You have, you could have spent, I'm going to bet, a dime more per plastic. I bet you could have spent a dime more per plastic. That would prevent us from having to call up your customer service people or ordering it on the internet and thus it would have saved more than a dime of cost for the company if you guys just made credit cards with mediocre plastic. But that that is the level of stupidity and short-sightedness we are now at with, with actually a rather large regional bank. I don't do Wells Fargo. I'm not a national bank. A sizable re regional bank that should know better. But no, and now that's why I get to spend. That was that was within the first minute. Then I got a call. Oh, <clears throat> on the back of the card, on the back of the card. How many ways do you want? How many ways do you want to waste people's time? I know 
maybe everyone thinks the broken window fallacy is true. Any production is good production, but I know that's wrong. And already with very minor problems, I have lost a good hour of my day today. Could you imagine if people just spent the extra dime on the better plastic? We could increase labor. All of our financial problems would go away. All of them. If people just did their job right. If we just sat and thought a little bit about the long-term costs and return on investment. So on the back of the card, I'd love to tell you what company this is. I, I would love to. You know how they got your number and they got your name and address and other information, but that's punched through like it's 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 raised into the card. Well, on the back side, they printed the contact information and the website when you got to call customer service across the back end of the raised thing. So you can't read the font. Got to go on the internet. Got to log in. They want credit card last number, last four digits of your social zip code. I type in all permutations because I got an EIN number. Still won't do it. <clears throat> all because some gray-haired schmuck wanted to save. Not even a dime. It's got to be like three cents a card. I can't even, it can't be that much. Then it's like, oh, why are the, because I got, I got the Appy app here. It's partly sunny out. Why are the solar panels not on? I got an error code. These solar panels aren't more than two months old. Why am I getting error codes? Why is it not generating electricity? See, they got you all conditioned like, oh, you're just a whiner. No, 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 no. Here, let me, let me talk about the, the implied contract. Every time you go and, and purchase something or uh, agree to something. The implied contract is I will give you money or time or something and you will hold up your end of the bargain. So when somebody is selling something on Amazon, they don't have to state, we are going to sell you this pair of shoes at this size and this model or style. That's implied with the advertising. And so when you buy it, you say, oh, I want that kind of shoes at that size with that kind of style. I'm expecting that. That's what you're indicating. That's what you're implying by putting that on your website or offering your services. Then when I get it, it's not the style. It's too big or too small. Say, what the hell? Oh, now, good luck if you can find someone through customer service on that. No, but they've got you conditioned because right now you say, oh, Cappy, you're just complaining. No, no, no. This is not old man who yells at clouds. Because if every transaction, Every interaction with the real world, <clears throat> every interaction with either uh, a producer, a business, a contractor, an employee, if this is how slogging and slow going and interruptive and granular that no one does what they say they're going to do on all levels, all like we think you think big level, like say Elon Musk. I'm going to buy Twitter. <clears throat> no, I'm not. Okay, that, that's a big multi-billion dollar corporation. You could see their purchase. You could see that. All corporations are, all the economy is, is the sum total of our individual actions. And if we're going to go down to like third world shithole, all right, we're going to go like war-torn, well, maybe not war-torn. <clears throat> sure, why not? War-torn Africa. 
where you don't know we got a bribe. Oh, manana, which is what we're we're here. Expect lower standards of living. Expect more and more of your time fixing things people were supposed to do it right the first time. The amount of work we could do, the amount of production, the amount of standards of living, we could raise ourselves. Everyone thinks, oh, we got to cut the welfare state or lower taxes, balance the budget. Yeah, but okay, those are true things. Um, They're impossible. You have 85% of Americans being parasitic, but I, I understand the big picture. But I'm talking, there are other ways to solve the problem. Like, you know, how about we get rid of colleges and just say, look, it's online education. You self-certify. We're going to have institutions or guilds, whichever profession and industry, like the CPA exam. How hard would it be for Democrats, Republicans to come together and say, like, you don't, there's no, you have to have training programs. You have to hire people who are self-educated on equal amounts that those that went to college will be auditing HR. Sales tax and eliminate all the other taxes. There, <clears throat> there's so many other ways to make make our problems lesser, certainly lesser, if not go away entirely. And I'm not kidding. At least two thirds of your labor is going in just broken windows. It's just cleaning up other people's messes, sometimes often including your own. You know, and if I can go to Lowe's and know that their IT people got it so the checkout facilities the electronics work that expedites for everybody if if again <clears throat> for those of you in, in home building uh, this is going to be i know stop stop having sex with your six, sister i know i know it's it's what you guys do your contractors i get it just hold on for a second if you if you could stop with the incest <clears throat> if you frame the house when you said you're going to frame it that means the electricians and plumbers come in and wire and pipe it on time. But since you're hungover, you're too busy having your brother and son at the same time trying to procreate with your sister because you're a contractor. Uh, now you've kicked everyone down and now that exponentially raised the time cost and perhaps even the financial cost of building a home. Everyone was housing so expensive. Well, we printed off a lot of money. You cannot ignore the mistakes and stupidity of the people building the damn houses. And so it's been one of those days. What I mean, I don't mean to sound like oh, old man yelling like, oh, that's what it was. Operation Evil. <laughs> I am so glad I wrote the menu. Let me let me go. Let's go back. For those of you that are new. Operation Evil. I have this thing called Operation Evil, where instead of telling people the truth through asshole consulting and my books, which are all empirical. If, if people follow the advice in them, they do better. I say things that are very obvious, like don't major in dumb crap. Spend less than you make. If you're a woman, don't be fat. If you want to find a guy, um, very common sense things. People follow the advice. Oh, my God, I'm making money and I'm out of debt. Who knew? Amazing. <clears throat> black man's got out of poverty. Perfect example. Uh, of which many uh, black men have been appreciative of having that. But what I realized is I, I make a living. I make a little, we got a little niche, right? Got this little niche going on. Oh, look, asshole consulting. How cute. Oh, that, that crazy guy. 
Ah, he won the lottery. Look at the random gambles and bets he made, and one paid off. Look at that. He he gets he, he pays for food, clothing, and shelter with that. Good for him. Bravo. Little, <clears throat> it ain't Andrew Carnegie. It ain't J.P. Morgan, but he got his little slice of the American pie there. Operation Evil is me looking and saying, I want Oprah money. Why? Well, don't need Oprah money, but I want Oprah money. I want Democrat money. I want corporate money. I want the money Target generates when it does Pride Month and it convinces people who are actually not straight and those who fake being not straight so they can be popular as their entire point purpose and re- that they go and spend their money at Target. I want I want millions and billions of dollars. <clears throat> and I it dawned on me that when I try and sell truth, yeah, we do get our clients and there is actual product and uh, progress and success. Uh, there's also a lot of backlash from the people who are basically living a lie. Don't be a single mom. Stop having more kids than you could afford. Spend less than you make. Your degree is stupid change. You're an ist and an ism. But then I realized how much everybody loves Oprah and the Democrats and people who lie to them. And they make a lot more money than me. And I'm thinking like, so all I got to do is lie and tell people what to do. So Operation Evil originally started when I'm like, I'm going to target different groups, not necessarily women, women obviously included, but different groups of people. And I'm going to, instead of selling them truth, like here, eat your broccoli, I'm going to sell them lies. Ice cream is good for you. You need more chocolate sauce. If you don't put chocolate sauce in there, you're supporting the patriarchy. And they're dumb enough. Some of them are dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, broccoli thin is a part of the patriarchy. Well, I, however, their logic. Menopause isn't real. Whatever. And then I'd be celebrated. And so, you don't, time is very precious. You know, already wasted an hour today trying to get things to work. That's not my responsibility. So I don't want to waste more time. You know, I also Cappy's in, in we're, we crested, not in terms of success, but now I want to, I want to relax. I want to coast a little bit. I want to have fun. So I'm very judicious, very discriminating with my time, what I spend my time on. Cause I could go do fun stuff now and all, everything's all set and taken care of, except for the solar panels, obviously. So I said, all right, I wrote the book of numbers which is an actuarial statistical analysis and study on the financial and time costs and pursuit costs, men pursuing women. And so you could do that. The numbers aren't good. <laughs> if you're wondering, the ROI is low, very low. And then many of you would come to the same conclusion. Well, maybe I, maybe it's not worth the pursuit concurrently. Uh, in the news, in the media, and you could just see it in the real world, but also, what was it? Morgan Stanley came out with that study that half of women are forecasted not to get married next eight years. So women are also not interested. I said, well, here we got very interesting. The planets have a line now that I could write a book that I know is going to sell to my main market, but I could also loop in women on this. Being intellectually honest, say, okay, if if the premise, the premise is no one's getting married, we're going to be alone, half of us. That raises some existential and point and purpose in life questions now, doesn't it? <clears throat> I put together a menu, both men and women, 
I want to do life without the opposite sex. And the reason I did that, among other things, for profit motive, and it was a good follow-up, is I wanted to trial run Operation Evil, which is not really necessarily Operation Evil because I've talked to Adam Pickett about this before. Look, go ahead and try and sell women. Be thin, work hard, major in engineering, pay your taxes, uh, find love, raise your own damn children. Your career, your master's degree is not more important than your family. They they are not receptive to that. It's trying to sell someone broccoli who absolutely does not want broccoli. So it's like, okay, I'm going to stop trying to sell you broccoli. Here's some ice cream. And I'm assuming from that premise, you girls aren't going to have anything to do with men, <clears throat> either by choice or by, by fate. What is there for women to live forward to look forward to? So I wrote it. And when you just switch that variable, that premise, where it's like, hey, men aren't part of your life. What do you live for? It does, it by default, if you're not going to live for other people, you have to live for yourself. It becomes very self-serving, but not in a pejorative way, more of just it's forced upon you. Well, if, if no one else, then it's just me. And so I wrote it from that perspective. It was ultimately practical, operating from the premise women do not want broccoli. And I thought it was a very, when I thought I advanced some new thoughts. Uh, beyond what feminism has, though I'm sure with millions of feminists writing books that no one reads, even though I am a best-selling feminist author, <clears throat> I thought I had some new ideas. I thought I had some insights. I brought economics and finance into it. And so I reached out to girls. I did. This is coming up six, seven, eight months ago. You know, there's the marketing stage. I'm like, okay, we go with the regular guys. Here you go, guys. If you'd kindly advertise, here's some money. <clears throat> but I spent some time. I'm thinking like, okay, here we go. I knew I was going to have to invest some time. I knew I'm going to have to like break into a new market. Holy cow. You thought it was hard getting guys to respond and do advertising for you. Remember back in the day? Now we all love Terrence Pop, right? Pop ain't exactly the most timely and punctual. All right. That's why you talk to Blake. Blake is Pop's handler. If you want stuff done, you got to talk to Blake. Uh, and I'd reach out to different people like, hey, do you want to advertise this? Hey, do you want to advertise that? And even the guys, it was like 30%. I'm like, does anyone want money? Like I, and I saw this back in the blogging days. This is before podcasting or YouTube. <clears throat> I'm like, oh my God, do you want? Hey, oh yeah, man. Okay, cool. And what fascinated me is I'm like, do you want money? That's the question I was asking. Ultimately, that's the question. Do you want money? And you know what the answer is 70% of the time? No, no, I don't want money. Now, maybe they do want money, but that's more than academic if they don't say, get back to you. Oh, yeah, I do want your money. What do I got to do for it? Well, you got to read this book and review it. Joker. That's a little poke at Joker there. <clears throat> Joker's supposed to review a paid Joker a while ago. Joker, when you going to do the review? I know you're busy. But at least you got a response from some guys. You know, Joker has done things in the past. Pop does do advertising. Sandman, uh, TF, all, all the guys, all the guys, the good, good old guys at Rule Zero, of course. But here I wanted to go and break in into the female market. So I thought, same strategy. I'm going to reach out to different prominent female websites, blogs, podcasts, things like that. Not one. They even have advertise at, you know, whatever the website was. I forget there was one. Um, oh, 
not L, Evie Magazine. Ladies, why'd you set up that website if you're not going to take advertising dollars? It says, I think it, it literally was advertising at evmagazine.com. I've sent two emails. One, I think it got kicked back. Never heard from anyone. Now, look, I'm no business guy. I don't know anything about running an online media empire, but it would seem to me that if you want to set up a website <clears throat> with podcasts and content, you know, a digital news outlet of sorts, and you had advertise, like advertise with us, use, use thus spoke unto me, Cappy, we doth like you to give us thine tax uh, uh, advertising dollars. And we thus doth will promoteth thine wares. And I sent an email, kick back. And I think the second time, never heard from him again. Then someone from Evie Magazine is on the Twittergrams and she follows me. And I follow her back. And I said, hey, she, she said something like, oh, I, I saw your stuff. It's really interesting, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, I recognize your name. You're with Evie Magazine. Um. You got a problem with your advertising email. I want to advertise. Oh, I'll get it. I'll find out. That's six months ago. <clears throat> and because the the female section, the women's section in the in the book, it, it is pro-feminist. I'd like to think I had contributed some new ideas. I I have no problems reaching out to um rank feminist organizations. None, none whatsoever. Here, here it is. This, this should be in your wheelhouse, all right? I think it also is a new introduction, new line of thought, something new to contribute to your your, your marketplace of ideas. <clears throat> so I was reaching out to Jezebel. I don't know how they make their money. I honest to God don't. I think they just get bailed out by investors or rich parents or simps or something. I don't know where they get their money because they didn't email back either. And I went to female dating strategy. This is six, seven, eight, nine months ago. Same thing. And so then I ended up just, just on a lark because I had, I forgot how, but I, oh, that's what it was. So when I emailed female dating strategy to give them money, gee, I don't know why you girls make a fraction of what guys do. Have no idea. Do you want money? Crickets. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm on their email list now. And so I get their, I think it's monthly or weekly newsletter. And I'm I'm reading through it, you know, just to like, oh man, that's that's funny. That's weird. That's cringe. Uh, yeah, it's just macabre fascination or curiosity. I'm like, oh, it it says reach out to this gal on on Twitter. There's an article one of the gals wrote, and it's a Lilith something or other. So I I tagged the Lilith, saying I somehow along the lines of I'd be curious if Lilith would read this book, uh, titled "The Menu Just the Women's Section" or something else like that. On a straight up offer, <clears throat> hey over here, knock knock knock, poke. And then I get a litany of questions. Uh, and you are? I'm the guy that wants to give you money. What does it matter who I am? Quite literally. And you are? Now, keep in mind, just so you know, female dating strategy is not that big. It's 
sensational, it's notorious, <clears throat> it's popular, but the actual number of followers, like this gal is one of the main gals over there, and, uh, and again, it's not it's not the end-all be-all, but she's got, I think, a fifth the followers I do on Twitter, so I'm kind of like the baseline. I'm like, if you're not beating me, you know, I'm a nobody. I didn't even try at this, and here I am. <clears throat> and she's like, well, who are you? And you are? It's like, look, I'm trying to give you money. <laughs> Just. It is. If remember when it was the number one best-selling feminist book? Do you guys remember that? I'm like, well, I'd like you to read the book. And then she comes back. Well, did you just take things? Is there any original ideas or did you just take things from previous feminists and present them as your own? And I'm like, holy cow. Do you want the money or not? And I'll be perfectly honest, <clears throat> especially I, I wonder how much the uh, the feminist mindset or fem mindset is one word and that's accurate too the predisposition the the there there would be normal thought you go out into the world let's say you were uninfluenced like i got to get gas well i'm going to go to the gas station here's my money for the gas thank you gas station attendant person but feminism has um installed itself on so many young women's minds and old women's minds that nothing can happen without it being viewed through the lens of feminism. Like everything to the black community is viewed through the lens of race. You know, I'll take the black car. What do you mean black car? The black car over there. <clears throat> really? Remember there was like the black hole they talked about. There's a black hole in our budget and the handful, I think it was a city. So the handful of black, um, uh, city council folk uh, like we, we're not going to use the word black hole and so you can't conduct any form of business with these people you can't interact with them on any level without it being impaired or stained with the lens of their ideology that they were brainwashed to view everything through and already it's like I'm coming in on a commercial, let's do business, <clears throat> get her done. They can't look at it without, what do you want it for? Male. You know, the Robert Downey Jr. eye roll gif. And I'm like trying to be patient. Like I've already put a little bit of time into this. I just do want to get like, Try to get it in a female audience larger than it already has been before. And I'm like, I would just like you to read the female. And I think you would. <clears throat> or did you just take what women said before and, and present it as your own? <sighs> and one last bit of patience, I said. Not well, I'm sure there's some overlap coming to some of the same observations and conclusions, but I did it through. An economic analysis came from it from economics, and I think there's some new stuff. And I want to culturally appropriate your your theories and thoughts there. Like literally, literally, you don't want broccoli? 
All right, you want ice cream. Here's an ice cream. Here's a bowl of ice cream. I read through some of the other stuff. I've been paying attention and I've added some ingredients that I think you might like. Did you just take other people's recipes and do it? A little bit, but I add a little bit of different. Now what, am I going to be accused of cultural appropriation? And after a while, you know what? This isn't worth it. Operation Evil, whether it actually helps women out or not in a post-marriage society, it doesn't matter because if this is what it takes to sell to women, um, no, I don't have the time. I don't, And I got a lot of products, uh, some of which obviously targeted towards women. And these products are not like, oh, I just whip up a book. Some of them are actual physical products. And, you get, and I'm so glad I did this kind of little bit of a trial run. Because if it is this hard to conduct business with women, with women who are in the marketing arms of the cutting edge of the frontier of marketing, that would be internet and content creators. If if these and and you're not making that much money, I guarantee you, girls aren't. I know you're not, not with those numbers. That you do you want money? What do you want, male? It's kind of like, never mind. Which then does raise, like I was listening to uh, Thinking Ape. He did a really good analysis. This is several years ago about the pumpkin spice latte and what it represents. There was a big kerfuffle over pumpkin spice latte and how women like it. I forgot what what the fabricated drama or the irrelevant drama of it was about. But it was something like you can make fun of girls here because it shows they're um, conformists or they just jump on trends. And he went through and analyzed it, how women jump on trends and kind of have a herd-like mentality for very good and well-founded and biologically hardwired survival reasons, safety and herds social acceptance, the avoidance of getting socially ostracized, which if you look at middle school girls or high school girls, I don't know any more now. Um, but I mean, they were girls were very mean, very petty. Oh, you're not wearing the, the sweater or you're not doing, you know, the cold shoulder. You're not wearing hair in the bangs like they did in the 80s, whatever, you know, whatever it was to be popular. And he then par- drew a parallel between that pumpkin spice latte to um, uh, what was it? <clears throat> comic cons, comic book cons, comic book conventions. And he made the observation that there was rapid econ- uh, rapid attendance growth between the conventions from say 2012 to 2015, 16. It's been several years since he did it. But then he also noticed that there's very little actual participation in discussion forums and playing RPGs and other nerd-like actual activities. Women would attend the conference or the the Comic-Con. Women would claim they're geeks and nerds on the internet, but they would rarely, if ever, play Dungeons and Dragons. They would rarely, and and that's true, even, even a year or two ago when I tried to attempt to go back as a normie, into autism world and Asperger's world, which has been taken over the uh, RPG world, uh, it was still vastly uh, predominantly majority men. 
But then online participation and then for the party, the Comic-Con, women are showing up. And, oh, yeah, I'm a gamer. I'm a geek girl, too, or gamer girl, too. Me, too. Pick Misha. <laughs> ah, ah, y'all think I didn't do my research. You all think I just, like, read a sentence or two. I consumed a lot of feminist material. I actually did read a lot of feminist books. I did. I did. Give me a little bit of insight. Uh, where was I going with that? Uh, oh, and so what, what I, he didn't talk about it, but what it dawned on me is like, okay, if you really want to advertise to women, the, the formula is not in approaching them logically like, oh, you have this type of channel, this type of content, this kind of thing. I would like to buy advertising revenue. That's too direct. It's too, you got to get. The, the formula, the secret is to get on the next trend. That's the thing is to get on the next trend. And I have I have no expertise or experience or studying in the marketing industry. Could I figure it out in two to three months? Yeah, but you know what? This is already way too bothersome, way too much a pain in the ass to try and sell to women. It is good product, bad product, doesn't matter. It's too much a pain in the ass. And I only got at most 30 years of my life left. And I've worked pretty much most of them beforehand. I'm, I'm kind of tired. And I, I definitely am not going to invest my time to have a 0% rate of return. Not to mention the headache. And you are? Bitch, I'm the guy with money. Do you want it or not? My girl's bitching and whining about the wage gap. How about you start? <clears throat> Again, I'm no business guy. I'm not someone who went to the Carlson School of Management. Lee Carlson School of Management. But when it just seems like a pretty good business practice that when someone offers you money, you take it. Maybe you make maybe a little bit more money in your pocket. And that's where we are today, boys and girls. That's what that's what happened to Cappy. Not even not even 30 minutes sitting on his phone in his bed with his cold little footsies. <clears throat> Let me see if the solar panels are up. Kind of looks partly clear. Let's see. Let's see if the solar panels are. Is, is the thing working like the day? The thing the people that said with the millions of the dollars? Oh, oh, it's on. No, it's not. Wait. It kicked in a little bit. I have no idea. It may not even be the solar panels and the stars. It could just be the app is wrong. Every, every... <laughs> How many people, you know, I pencil where it goes in. How many hundreds of people are involved with the manufacture of a pencil? Are they all going to do their job right? I'm surprised that the space shuttles aren't just blowing up all the time. I'm surprised they're even getting off the ground. And it's just, just so tiring. And ladies, look, I'm going to tell my audience of women because you actually, obviously you're a bit more empirical. You're willing to face the truth. Look, ladies. To make more money, say yes. And when you start your business, say yes. When, when there's emails, you know, make sure your your email, your advertising emails. Hang on, let me see if Evie Magazine is still a thing. Evie Magazine, which is, I think, here. Um, <clears throat> this is, I think, they're kind of a, a not leftist version. Uh, 
career culture. All right. Here it is. Advertise. Advertise with us. EV covers every major, much more. My as a company, we are selective from the brands we take on. To us, ads are an extension of our content and ad of, hey, promise to our readers, demographic, middle age, 18 to 34 women across. Is that? Oh, young to middle age. All right, now, yeah, here it is. Advertising at evmagazine.com. Let me, let me see how many Twitter followers you got. Just because they got a really nice website, guys, doesn't mean they're they're well followed. <clears throat> EV Magazine, thirty one thousand. I'm at eighteen thousand. I'm a single guy. I don't mean I'm single and dating. I'm just I'm a sole individual. And you had a lot of effort, and money put into this. I don't know. Do you want a guy with half the subscribers, a little bit more than two thirds? Your your two thirds. Do you do you want? Do you want? All that effort. I mean, their graphics are amazing. They're very, very good f- photography. Um, their, their site is is absolutely professionally done, no doubt about it. What's uh, Instagram? How many Instagram followers? I don't know what a lot for Instagram is. It's if it loads. Um, <clears throat> forty three thousand. Okay. Uh, you know I. I'm not promoting her for any reason other than I I uh, I appreciate her presence. But Allie Drummond, which is real femme sapien on Twitter, that one woman has more influence, success, and production than you girls do. And you know what happens when I contact Allie? She gets back to me. Oh, my God. Of course, she's ex-military, so there's probably a little bit of discipline there, which served her great. There's a woman who's actually having success with online content creation. And uh, she's probably going to go and raise her family. Like, yeah, family's more important. <clears throat> Let's go to the Super Chats. Catch up with those. There we are. Rusty Fuel, five bucks. It's like you're trying to sell rational thought, thought to women. Not thought, thought. I <clears throat> well, tell me if I'm wrong here, Rusty Fuel, and this isn't specific to women, but don't most people under 40 all want to become internet influencers and content creators and YouTube channel people? Don't they want to make their money on the internet? Don't they want to be self uh, or, or remotely employed and self employed following their passion? I'm, I'm serious, like, isn't this kind of your passion? Here's a guy I want to advertise a feminist book for your female audience, of which he actually thinks it would, I'm not joking, I think it would be of benefit. And and you immediately turn away the one thing you need to achieve that life dream? It reminds me of, of um, uh, DT and the man, uh, the Black Brigade, when those two were on. I could not wait to advertise. See, again, it's not just women. It isn't. These guys had a great show. They were the Burton Ernie of of the podcast world. That everyone liked their show. They're having a good time. Oh no, we got to f that up because of creative differences. Yeah, okay. Tell me you're a boomer without being a boomer. Creative differences. Oh, 
And I said, hey, I, let me advertise on your show. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Hold on now. Who does this sound like? You want to give us money? We're not there yet. I'm like, guys, any single one of you say, Aaron, can I give you money? You're never going to hear me say, well, I'm not there yet. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? What? in as Chad, Chad. Jack Napier, Chad, Vlad Elkums, all the goddamn bacon. All these guys, man, I want to get to a thousand so I can monetize and get the money as quickly as possible. Here we go. Here we go again. Punch it. Boom. Got them up above a thousand. They got monetized. There we are. That, I don't know. It seems logical to me. But there's something out there. What don't, what don't you guys like money? I I didn't understand with with um, the Black Brigade, where I was like, there was no ideological thing. We don't take money from dirty masculine males. I mean, I guess I guess the <clears throat> the female dating strategy people. I, I I guess I'm sorry. I'm a white male. I'd show you my maleness, but that'd get me banned. But you can trust me. I'm white male. I'm straight. I'm a libertarian. Um, I'm all the other evil things, but, but through unique circumstances, I did produce a feminist product. <laughs> we can mutually benefit. No. Okay. Enjoy your crappy subscribership and getting by paid working. Look, you get the way I don't tell me unless I see your tax returns. I'm just going to assume you guys are all working real jobs. You don't like during the daytime. <clears throat> And anyone out there who's got media, male or female, doesn't matter. Contact, advertise, and you check it. And you know what? When it comes in the mail, you get back to them. Why can't I find a man? Did you email back all the people that match with you? Oh, you want a guy. You just don't want to, like, go through your inbox. Okay. Does he want a guy that much? You don't want him as much as, I don't know, socialists. Economy. Oh my God. Social oh. socialist economy up there. Free daycare up there. MBA masters up there. Man, yeah, yeah. I want it. Kind of want it like I want a bologna sandwich. Not all that much. Yeah. If I had a choice between no bologna sandwich and a bologna sandwich, I'd take the bologna sandwich. Man, they're kind of there too. Oh, go through my inbox. Oh, Email men back. Oh, yeah. Money. I'd have to read. Not even the whole book. You don't have to read the whole book. Just the segment on women. Sit for an hour. Do a review. Make $200. Oh. Who are you again? Here's, I'll be deadly serious about this for all women, all, regardless of your politics. <clears throat> uh, women are uh, more risk averse. They are less risky for good reason. I'm not going to go into the biological evolutionary reasons. But you girls would have a lot more success if you said yes to a lot more things. Uh, whether that would be uh, dating, online dating, romance, career. Um, I, I mean, you're, it's a very tight bell distribution curve, very, very narrow, very safe. 
Not a lot of aberrant behavior. This is why men die because we're dumb enough. Like, I bet you can't jump off the roof. Two hours later in the hospital with a broken leg. Yeah, but I jumped off the roof, showed you guys. <laughs> there's, there's pros and cons to that strategy or stupidity. Girls are very safe, but there's there's a drawback. You don't take shots. You don't take chances. As I do this in poker, I play relatively conservatively. I have a different strategy, <clears throat> but I pass up a lot of hands. I would have won. And sometimes I have to loosen up a little bit. Maybe I'll play this hand. Maybe I won't. But I'm trying to play a little bit more hands, more of experimentation. Yeah, sometimes, you know what? The more you play, the more the more hands you win. The more hands you lose, too. But ladies, especially for you young gals out there who are, you know, like, you want to find a guy, you got to go on dates. You can't just, like, look at him all, you're like, well, it, look, is, is he physically attractive enough you want to bang him? Go on the date. The number one thing is done. All right, see what his personality is like. I, Yeah, it's going to take work. It is. What's your opportunity cost? Sitting at home watching The Bachelor or Fifi LaRue and Fifi Larise? What, what do you, what do you, what do you, what? What are you losing out on? More social media? Why don't you go bowling with the guy? It's like, Same thing entrepreneurial, ladies. As long as you don't have some stupid bobble and trinket shop idea, I'm going to go start essential oils. No, but you're like, I got a business idea. What is it? Well, I want to I wanna start up a bookkeeping company. Do it. Well, I don't know. Do, just go. Do it. I, it's, it, and, and, oh, but, and to get to that, that's one of, the, one of the main reasons you don't make as much as men. And you never will until you start taking chances. It has nothing to do with discrimination or the patriarchy. It, it's risk averse, which is healthy, which is the time for it. But you could take calculated risks. But I don't see what the risk is. Was like, here is money. Do a review. That's like zero risk. The only risk is like there's an hour of your life gone. <clears throat> Nonstop trade two books. When did you realize that your elders were lying? Um, Probably my first day of kindergarten. Not that all of them were lying all the time, but the first day of kindergarten. And there were different stages as to like how many of them were lying and how how widespread it was. I didn't realize how widespread it was until I was about 32 when the FBI was going to investigate one of our clients that the bank I was working at. And that's when I realized like, oh my God, none of them know anything. And then... Uh, even after that, <clears throat> maybe in my early forties, I just kind of another piece of wool was removed from my eyes where I realized the people I used to watch on CNBC doing their analysis of the markets. That was the big thing. We're no more smart or intelligent than the people doing sports analysis shows or TMZ or the news. Uh, where I was like, oh my God, I used to think there was a science and a logic behind it. And it's all a bunch of nobody's doing nothing, saying nothing. They don't know anything. And you're about to see, here's something that everyone can look at to show you just truly how the adults don't know what they're talking about. Start looking at what central banks are doing. World famous, I mean, <clears throat> what's his name? The, the gremlin, um, Paul Krugman. We to show you how dumb, how the adults don't know anything, and the elders are lying. Paul Krugman is one of the most esteemed. He's a Nobel Prize winner. Um, 
in economics. He's he's been an economist, prestigious, taught very high end universities. This guy, just to show you, the adults don't know anything. One of the most highly decorated and celebrated economists in history didn't predict inflation when we quadrupled the money supply in a year and a half. That is how little the adults know. And I think Krugman knows everything. He's That's my thing with Krugman is he knows exactly. He can't be that smart and get that, this far without knowing exactly how economics works. His money-making operation is to lie to people. Oh, yeah, we should print off more money. Oh, my God, it was this technicality with the chart. I forgot to carry the one, whatever. And people are like, okay, keep telling us what we want to hear. Um, but, yeah, it was starting very early on when I realized I hated school and school was not as fun. Um, I, you know, parents getting divorced, that kind of like, man, you guys have no idea. And I don't think that they were lying to me. It's just that you, you knew they didn't know what they were doing is there's a difference. One is malicious. <clears throat> the other is ignorant. And I knew like, I knew at like three years old. Yeah. I am probably not going to have kids. Uh, I, I did not, I really was reluctant on getting married. Uh, and thankfully that paid off. Um. Yeah, it was pretty young. It, it 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 more like when did I start to distrust the adults? Around three, definitely five. Hated them by six, especially the teachers, obviously. <clears throat> but then full bore lying or having no idea that they're doing anything in positions of power. Absolutely, watching the the banker boomers just scramble. Um, and, and run for cover when the FBI was coming. <laughs> that That's when I was like, you guys know nothing. And it kind of is like you, you saw it after the financial crisis. Uh, no one, no one really believes Wall Street anymore. You got the internet now to expose all these frauds. Index investing has debunked and dethroned most of you. It, there's no more Wall Street financial guru. That's a very small niche group of people that are kind of in an echo chamber now. Like, you're Joe Biden's grandson and you go to Sidwell and friends and you go to a prestigious, you know, Harvard MBA, whatever. And then you go work for wall street. You never set foot outside of that. Same thing kind of with Silicon Valley. Uh, the nerds like, Oh, I gotta go to Silicon Valley or the accounting nerds. that got to work at the big four, but more and more people are starting to wake up and realize whether it's Silicon Valley, Hollywood, the big four or wall street, they're not worth it. Um, let them have corporate America, that kind of thing. And uh, a lot of that started with the financial crisis where these experts just got caught with their pants down. And you realize, oh, it's just a it's just a all it is is a big popularity party. And that's what a lot of the, like whether it's Hollywood, Silicon Valley or Wall Street, you got to work for us. We're so prestigious. We're the big four. Oh, my God. You want to work for Ernst and Young? Well, hang on. You're like, oh, but I want to get into the club. And what they're not realizing is fewer and fewer hot chicks are lining up for that club. There's a shorter and shorter line to get into those clubs because word's gone out that these clubs are not worth getting in. You get into, yeah, it used to be a party, but you never had that much success when you got into that party anyway because you weren't in with the in crowd. You didn't know the bouncer or whatever else. And once you found it was unmeritocratic, word got out, spread through the internet. Now people ain't lining up to get into those clubs no more. There's still your true believers. Like they got to be and be seen. But boy, there's there's a parallel there. Not only real life nightclubs, but these um, industrial clubs <clears throat> of employment are nowhere near as prestigious. The sheen is gone. 
And, and 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 I'm critical of the work ethic or the lack thereof of millennials and Zoomers, but I have to applaud you at the same time too. You're standing up for yourself, you know. And you're going to avoid wasting your your life like a lot of boomers did working in these industries. Nonstop, Dre, Dre, two bucks. Change your gender and market your books next, Oprah. I, you know what? That could work, but writing a book takes a lot of effort. See, here here I'm doing the risk assessment. I can write several books. I have more books than I got life expectancy. And I know I'll get some modicum or certain rate of return on them, some minimum amount that would still be worth my time. Do I change my name to Aaronique? And I'm trans and all the things and all the popularity and all that. And uh, But how do I market that? I can't just say, oh, I'm trans. Like, I, and then what? I'm still relegated to reaching out to the same people on the internet. Evie Magazine still won't get back to me. Jezebel won't get back to me. Not because I don't think there's, a, oh, this is a guy. I just think they're that unprofessional. And then get in there. And, okay, let's say I am Aaronique. I am a trans and I write my tragic story about patriarchy and my horrible father and liberation, whatever, you know, the formula. And I send it in. Are we going to get catty girls? Like, I don't trust this girl. Who is she thinking she come and write this book? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, not only do they not want they don't, Dre, they don't want money. That's a big problem. <clears throat> Two, do I have to worry about the cattiness, like middle school girl cattiness? Like, who's this bitch think she is writing this book? Think we're going to promote it. I see this is where I'd have to like talk to Madison Avenue. Somebody out there, I'd have to talk to the people heading up Target. Hey, how do you get guilty liberal white women to just take all their husband's money and buy baubles and trinket and crap from your place? What's the secret? What's the magic heroin sauce you put in your in your shopping carts? How do you get them to come in? I and I don't I don't know if that's worth it. I really don't. I got some great products, some great ideas that on paper would just sell like hotcakes. But dealing with with a, a, a the lack of a better word, the female marketing arm of of a female market, I I don't know. I I almost want to like create a product and then sell it, like the ownership of it to a company that specializes in marketing towards women, because I don't know how to market to women. But man, I got some good products. And you girls would get, you'll, you'd get tickled by these products. You'd love it. You'd love it. Some of which aren't even going to be damaging to your life. Uh, Rusty Fuel, two bucks. I meant Spiel Thought. Spiel Thought? I, I, I don't know. What's Spiel? Nonstop trade, two bucks. Nowadays, capitalism equals toxic masculinity and patriarchy. No, capitalism, look, they all want money. They all want capitalism. It's just their different color of it. Uh, Ministry of Otaku, five bucks. What are your opinion on anime cons with many of them still imposing Corona Chan root beer floats causing the quality enjoyment con? Don't attend. Look, all right. Already your nerd realm is going to have a lot of simps and weak soy men, right? These are not your alpha guys. No, there are some. You know, Henry Cavill is a geek. You know, masculine geeks are geeks. I'm a geek. Roll Tomasi's a geek. 
Um, just don't attend them. And honestly, why don't you just set up your own? I think there is a market as Vince has targeted with masculine geeks to target masculine geeks. I would set up your own, your own, um, convention. Uh, and it's like, no, we're having booth babes. Uh, you were, there's like a, a hygiene requirement. There's no, there's no, um, uh, drama, no autists, no, not that you discriminate against people with autism, but like people come in, they're like, I don't feel comfortable. No whiners, no complainers. There's a, there's a dress code, like hygiene. They literally had to do that. I'm like, you must have a hair to some modicum of hygiene. I think it was some kind of gaming convention. Um, I don't know. I just watch anime. I like to go and geek out every once in a while, but uh, honestly, they're always downtown and I don't want to drive and pay for parking. <clears throat> and yeah, you're going to be dealing with largely generally leftist leaning people and, and the managers of these conventions don't have any real life going on either. So yeah, they're going to be like, okay, we're going to have this. We're going to have politics. It's going to be for anything but the anime. So have an anime for normal people who like anime. I'm like, no, you don't need you don't need that here. We're gonna have booth babes. <clears throat> We're gonna have best costume men and women. I mean, just be just be normal. Be very hostile to the not don't be hostile to people who happen to be gay or not straight. Like, no, yeah, come on in. But anyone that comes in who are like the Crusaders or the Tradus or the SJWs, like, no, you're not you're not advertising your politics here you you're, we're gonna have a good old time there's no discussion of politics we're just talking nerds and geeks man and you know get some bouncers too like no you make it a little prestigious make it like you have to reserve ahead there's a background check like no only cool people are allowed in here <clears throat> um maybe more of a conference than a convention not stop trade you know also uh, high price it's $100 to enter. Sorry. Nonstop Drake, two bucks. To understand women, read a parenting book, TFM. <laughs> some some commonalities there. Yeah. Rusty Fuel, 10 bucks. I try to help single mothers at church buy reliable cars. Oh my, what? Why, dude? Come on, man. You know not to, you, all right. I'm afraid to read the rest. Try to help single moms at church buy reliable cars. They reject good deals because the cars are not their style and they can't afford $3,000. They're simply not on the road. Stop. Just stop. Stop helping people. This this is single moms or not. You don't help people. This is why I charge. Charge at asshole consulting. That way if the guy doesn't do what I say, I don't care. I got his money. No. Look, Rusty. Larger philosophical point. Charities in the United States haven't solved one damn problem. Not one. Maybe polio, but that was like, what, 50, 60, 70 years ago. Stop helping people. Stop. We got so much uh, charity and welfare and government aid. It's up to these people now to make the decisions. Just stop wasting your time with these people. Hope you got laid. <clears throat> uh, super pilotish. Two Canadian bucks. Check out Super Pilotish Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, check him out. Subscribe. Hey, Super Pilot, can you email me your link? Email me over at Asshole Consulting. Um, because I'm always looking for a new podcast. Scott Swain, five bucks. What games do you nerd out on, if any? 
with anime, have you seen Arcane or Cyberpunk and Gunner Edge Gun Runners? I've seen neither of those. Um, the games I'm geeking out on have been uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Origins. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is rapidly becoming my favorite game. It is tying for Red Dead Redemption. Um, they are phenomenally well done games. There is surprisingly little politics, even though they brag about it. I got to get rid of this. I'll do what out the thing here. Um, but I, I just go to um, I just go to the used video game store and buy random games and give them a shot because it's six or seven bucks a pop, and and some of them end up being good, some of them not. I will be switching to Switch or Nintendo from here on out because uh, Xbox and PlayStation have just been become too burdensome to use. Forget the games. It's just updates and it's an operate. No, I'm, I'm done with that. I want to play a game. Um, And then anime. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of anime. The last one I watched was One Punch Man, which is pretty good. Death Scroll or Death Note. That was all right. Um, and then I got here. You want to see a geek? Let me show you my geek credentials. I got this at a, um, what's it called? Uh, antique store battle of the planets. That's a seventies, um, old anime. I don't know where the guys are. Yeah, um, I don't know if you remember that. If you were a kid back in the day, <clears throat> so I'm going to bitch on that. Uh, but I, I'm not a big anime. Most of the anime is just trash. It's horrible. And so I got to be like sick or really nothing else going on. The girlfriend may not be here and I'll maybe I'll binge on it. But um, yeah, I don't. I'm not. Uh, not a terribly big fan of anime. Rusty Fuel, five bucks. You're right. Deliberately keeping the situation automotive, not romantic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you might as well get laid. I'm just saying. I know maybe if you go to church, you're legit Christian, but I would, if they're hot, I. Uh, Ryan Stone's in the house. If you want, to go get his merch. Do you like uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex's? Uh, go get some merch from Ryan Stone. Um, let me do the sponsors real quick. Then I'll get to the actual topic of conversation. Uh, way of monkey book by turd flingy monkey. If you're a little bit angry and you feel helpless and powerless of things happening around you, why don't you go get the way a monkey book? Look, are you angry? Read the way a monkey book. You'll be less angry. And that's good because you don't want to be angry for the rest of your life. So, and ironically, I'm going to anger management a little bit here. <clears throat> um, Atham is looking for a job. Uh, he will be graduating with his degree in chemical engineering if you happen to be in the industry. Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, you autists. Don't send me links to Indeed or Monster.com. Atham knows how to look up jobs. I'm talking if you're in the industry, like, oh, yeah, we're hiring a chemical engineer. Or I got a buddy. Don't tell me. Don't tell Atham. Don't tell me how to look for jobs. We know that. Here, I did a search for you. Save the results. Oh, gee, thanks. 
Uh, where is the? Here we go. Uh, bowtiedraptor.substack.com. If you are interested in getting into data science, you want to do it the most efficient and expeditious way possible. Please subscribe to bowtiedraptor.substack.com. It doesn't cost you anything, but if you want the premium package, it does. Def- worth more than college. Go there, please, first before you sign up for college classes. VeloWave, if you're interested, I don't know. <laughs> you think gas prices are going up? Think maybe you need an electric bike? Go <clears throat> to the link I just linked below in the chat room and start shopping for some VeloWave bikes, some electric bikes. They're pedal assist. That's good for your health. Great for people who live in the city. And if you got combined with solar panels, you can uh, go ahead and buy solar panels with that. And you'd be, uh, uh, that tech. Huh? Why do I have that? Uh, anyway, so if you use the, the discount code Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, capitalized, you can get $200 off the Proud OS model, which is the one that I got. Um, there is my minimalism course. I'm sorry, not my minimalism course. There's my achieving financial excellence course. If you are at that stage where you want to start getting your finances together, please take my introductory course that will lay the foundational work for all future financial planning and choices and decisions, achieving financial excellence that is available on teachable. You can search teachable achieving financial excellence. It should get you there. Or you can search for the name of my School, because Teachable makes you name your school. And I humbly named it the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. It's $99 plus tax. PirateBookTakedown.com. If you have content out, Ryan, you should hire Doug at PirateBookTakedown.com. If you're a content creator, people are already stealing and downloading your stuff and offering on the internet for free. Hire Doug, he'll go through. And that guy goes, he drills deep. He just doesn't send the DMCA notice. He will also go out and file a complaint with the web hosting service, the email service. Like he will shut them down for good. Um, so he he is very thorough. He's my go-to guy. Academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com and have Alex and his team of writing staff write your college papers for you. Or if you're looking for a job that you'd like to work remotely and make more than the girls do at email dating strategies and they're refusing money all the time. He's always hiring for marketers and writers, which you could do anywhere in the world. I like to work remotely. Do it now. Like literally, do it now. Noncommunistsciencefiction.com. Uh, Michael Kingswood has a bunch of science fiction books out there that are not communist. So if you like science fiction, but you're not a commie, go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com. <clears throat> and check it out there. And then we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. If you guys are sick and tired of listening to me, here you go. PushingRubberDownhill.com, Piero San Giorgio, DayByDayCartoon.com, Canto Talk with Silvio Canto, The405Media.com, Carrie Lutz at Financial Survival Network, The Masculine Geeks, The Goddamn Bacon, Jack Napier's Red Evening, Rob Says at RobSays.net, Turd Flinging Monkey, Dr. David Perodin, Better Bachelor, Rule Zero, Hotep Jesus, which I strongly recommend, <clears throat> Seven Step Survival with another Doug, and none other than Chad Elkins Accounting Hour, the Elkins Accounting Hour, which I think he's broadcasting later <clears throat> tonight. All right, any more Super Chats? Let me make sure I'm caught up. 
Red Hawk, five bucks. Cap, are you going to get into hunting? Seems like the next step for self round. Yeah, yep. That's that's kind of the next step. A lot of stuff to do. I probably should have gone hunt. That's eh, why well, I should probably go hunting. I should probably practice. Um, I just, I mean, what I need to learn is how to butcher. I need how to field dress animals. That's what I need to learn how to do. I know how to shoot an animal. I don't need training on snipering or shooting or mark. I mean, I could use training. Everyone could use, be a better shot. It's, I just don't want to cut a, gear, a deer open. That's ultimately what's preventing me. Scott Swain, 10 bucks. My book, uh, get at clearsay.net. Practical empathy teaches how to understand women, fix social anxiety, win all arguments, be authentic, and take responsibility for your own feelings. Teaches how to, oh, I thought you're, you're going to get women to have responsibility over their own feelings. Good. What's the name of the book, though? Oh, Practical Empathy. Okay, good. Uh, look it up, clearsay.net. All right, there we go. Yeah, join the T-Rex army. At Rhinestone. Um, from Reuters. Westinghouse to be sold for $7.9 billion deal as interest in nuclear power grows. Gee, why is, why is interest in nuclear power growing? This is why I don't believe. The, this is why you cannot believe the adults, guys. How long were you told? Oh, my God. The global warmings. And I'm I'm not a hundred percent against global warming. The idea of greenhouse gas effect that is true. I mean that that's proven. So I'm like, okay, my solution is well, how about nuclear power? Oh nosy, there's a little bit of nuclear waste left over. Yeah, but it's better than pretty much everything else right now. And there's not you can't get enough reliable, clean, green energy. So why not as a good intermediary step? And and kind of like okay, you got a, a nuclear power grid. To kind of back up in case the weather doesn't comply. Why not that? And then you realize that the vast majority of environmentalists don't care about the environment. It's the only thing they have in life. And if the environmental problems were to be solved, they'd find something else. Whether it's animal rights or women not making as much as men, minority, all that other stuff. They don't like nearly every leftist out there. They're a worthless human being with nothing going on in their life. Absolutely nothing of value, be it family, a career, or anything else. And all they want to do is be an activist and whine and complain so they don't have to do any real work to give their lives any value. They are sad, pathetic, worthless people. And the ant, here's you guys, you do not have time to roll around the pigs and mud with these intellectually dishonest people. We got to save the environment. You're right. Are you for nuclear power? No. Okay. Then you're not, you're not for the environment. You're not. You're a poser. You're a poser. But, oh, the mainstream media and the government, oh, we can't, oh, no, we can't have nuclear power. There's a documentary about Germany and, and Russian gas literally months before uh, they shut off the gas to Germany. Uh, Germany got rid of its last nuclear power plant because of Fukushima. And now, now, now that it's going to get a little cold, now some nuclear power is a thing. Oh, really? Is it now? 
Cameco Corporation and Brookfield Renewable Partners said on Tuesday they would acquire nuclear power plant equipment maker Westington House Electric for an $8 billion deal, including debt amid renewed interest in nuclear energy. The deal for one of the most storied names in American power industry at an equity value of $4.5 billion comes at a time when nuclear power is seeing an uptick in interest amid an energy crisis in Europe and soaring crude and natural gas prices. Nuclear power is also key for countries to meet global net zero carbon emission goals and could soon be a cusp boom seen after the 70s. Quite literally, no more than three months ago, nuclear was bad. And now it's good. Do you know how long it takes to build a nuclear power plant? Do you know how long it takes? Honest to God. It's not until it's an absolute crisis and people are all dying or starving. Do you people like do the government and the, the regulators finally say, oh, maybe we should ignore the Karens. Maybe we should ignore all the liberal white women who are bored off their freaking mind and their dumb daughters and son who got nothing else going on, who just constantly protest all the time. Maybe we should not wait for Lake Mead to be dry, bone dry before. Hey, you know, there's a population of two million people that need that water. Maybe we should make desalinization plants. <clears throat> Not, oh, now. Now? Now. It, it is truly a luxury good, and this is why you don't trust the adults. Feminism and environmentalism and all these other isms are truly a luxury good where you can have, you're such a worthless person. You're not a good person that you can go and champion these ideals that don't work in the real world are imminent, ultimately impractical <clears throat> and just kick cans down the road and prevent the rest of society from being able to drink water, from powering their homes, raising crops. And, and man, you guys love the pussy so much like, oh, don't offend the, the pussy. Oh, don't, don't tell the white women no. There's a book. No one tell the white women no. Liberal white women. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, not until it's a crisis. And oh, I need my water. Well, it's a little cold. We're witnessing some of the best market fundamentals we've ever seen in the nuclear energy se sector. Uranium fuel supplier, chemicals. Right. You know, there was a, they were going to just south of here a bit. They want to put in uranium mine and all the local NIMBY people. No, 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 not uranium. Cameco will own 49% of Westinghouse while Brookfield Renewable Institutional Partners will own the rest. Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. Also from Reuters. Remember, nuclear power was bad. Poland receives U.S. offer to build nuclear power plants. <laughs> Warsaw, Poland has received an offer from the United States on how they could cooperate on building nuclear energy projects in Poland, the climate ministry said Monday. Poland plans to build nuclear power plants to reduce its carbon emissions and gradually phase out coal as Warsaw seeks to partner to build six to nine gigawatt uh, watts of nuclear capacity and provide 49% equity financing in the pro project. The report is a detailed bilateral roadmap designed to lead to build six large scales reactor based on U.S. technology. The ministry said, yeah, when when do your white women start whining and complaining because they're bored and they got nothing else going on in life? 
It's more than a commercial offer. It reflects 18 months of work and millions of dollars spent on analysis and evaluations. <clears throat> Westinghouse is competing with Korea's state-owned Korea Hydro Nuclear Power, which submitted an offer to build Poland's first nuclear plant in April. Warsaw is also talking to French companies. Who knew the French would be ahead on that? Right now, literally, literally months later, nuclear power is good. Now it's good, guys. It's good. Had, had to wait till an energy crisis and face a really cold winter. Now it's good. Now nuclear power is good. All you people, all you young people like, oh, I can't afford heat. The price of gas went up. Well, if we had vested in nuclear power for quite some time, the price of gas wouldn't be up. Another thing, I know I know you environmentalists and leftists who aren't environmentalists, but you just like, oh, environment. You would have lower gas prices if you allowed for the Keystone Pipeline to go through and drilling in North Dakota because one of the byproducts of um, oil, drilling in the oil, is the gas. It was so cheap that I think people were losing money on it. But guys, don't listen to the adults. This is what happens when you listen to the adults. The housing crisis, the bankers, Wall Street, oh, housing only goes up. That. How many of the adults told you to like, oh, any degree is a good degree? They're still telling you that, right? The parents, your teachers, the guidance counselors. Gotta go to college. And nuclear power was bad. Oh, the uh, environment collapsed. Oh, now nuclear power is good. <clears throat> and I've said it before. Look, you just, in general, you should not listen to the adults in the United States or the West in general. The adults have no idea what they're doing. All they've done is continued living in middle school and high school and college. For God's sake, they needed a bailout for the student loans. Have you seen the debt levels? Do you, does does the fundamental, I know finance and economics is boring. Go look at the debts and then income and the budgets of the federal government and, and just any state or f- local. Just look at, does this look like the adults know what the hell they're doing? People are fat. People are ugly. Everyone's getting divorced. People burning riot in the streets. <clears throat> does it look to you like this country or any other Western country had? How did they handle the COVID? How well was that handled? Let's shut down the entire economy. No, don't have don't have people keep going out who are like resilient. Don't have people who are susceptible to the disease stay in and get the disease or the or the shot. No, no, everyone stay in. It looks like it's just a really bad cold, and, and maybe we should live it. No, no. Comic Con still have masks, or you need a booster? Okay. <laughs> Here and here's another thing. See, we had a, a client yesterday <clears throat> where he felt re- he felt really bad because he was lied to by his parents and society, and he went and majored in a joke of a degree, and he had to go back to get a degree in accounting, and because of all the extra work, he feels great because he's already got a job. But he's trying to test for the CPA exams and now he's starting to have health complications because he's pushing himself too much. But he also felt very guilty about wasting his time. I told him, it's not your fault. You were lied to by your parents. You were lied to by your government. You were lied to by your teachers and professors. You are lied to by society. <clears throat> and I, I called it blue pill PTSD because when you're lied to, especially when you're young, that means you waste your life. And in the United States, sometimes you cripple yourself financially, consequently wasting your middle age years as well. 
there are huge costs, financial and, and time costs, time sinks when you waste your youth and your time. Not to mention then consequently a lot of psychological costs and damage. <clears throat> Which I don't know how many times I got to tell you to stop listening to adults. But I told them this. I said, well, think about this. All right. You were lied to. You should be pissed off. All you millennials were lied to. You Zoomers are lied to. You should be pissed off. I don't feel bad about you because I've been here for a decade and change trying to tell you not to do the thing. But uh, all right. <clears throat> if you think the lies are bad and you think the consequences, okay, you got to wear a sweater in Poland or maybe you got to use a wood burning stove or fire up your coal plants or maybe you think, okay, that's not too bad. Wasting your life is bad. Like your finances being crippled financially for the rest of your days. That's pretty bad. Said it before. You know the latest lie? The teachers and the parents and the guidance counselors and the media all tell you what the adults are saying. Oh, you're not straight. Are you sure you're not straight? I don't think you're straight. They're lying to you about your, your sexuality. Now I will say it again. There are not straight people. There are gay, there are bi, and there are other. I'm keeping it very simple because we normal people, unlike those of you who have nothing else going on, who are straight people yourself, but you create, make, believe sexuality so you have something to point to in your life aside from work, all right? There are real and genuine, not straight people of varying genders, sexualities, whatever, <clears throat> right? There are people who legitimately have it. And then there's the other 90% of the people who claim to have it who are just faking it for popularity and attention. All right. <clears throat> and people are capitalizing off of this. I don't know why adults do this. I don't know if adults are bored. I don't know if adults, they themselves have nothing going on. And like, I convinced the 13-year-old to lick a different type of genitalia. Yay for me. But imagine being lied not only about your sexuality, but being pressured and hoodwinked because you want to be popular and you're not not straight, that you go through the surgery. And there was an article, and it's not um, it's not super common, but a lot of young people, or not a lot of young people, but some young people are starting. It's the beginning of a trend now that if you're just sad or depressed as a teenager, which is every teenager at some point in time, hey, you may not be a, a boy. You might be a girl trapped in a boy's body or vice versa. And some people, some young adolescents between the ages of 13 and 18 are now going and getting some kind of transgender uh, surgery. The one they talked most commonly about was top surgery, which is just the removal of your breasts, which obviously is uh, more targeted towards girls. And in the article that was written, <clears throat> what data they have, the majority are girls, teenage girls, having their breasts removed, not boys going the other way. And so uh, the article was out there and there was thankfully a negative backlash to this. Like this should not be happening. You have to have consenting adults. You should wait until you're an adult. Uh, this is just your teen years. Please don't do anything that drastic because people actually care about these, these boys and girls. <laughs> just calm down. But let me show you the adults. This is from Slate Magazine. The Slate.com, which, by the way, is a, a leftist feminist uh, magazine. These are the adults. These are the ones that are going to... You thought it was bad they lied to you about follow your heart and money will follow. You thought it was bad that you boys, they said, hey, just be yourself. A girl's like a nice guy and be an ally. You thought that was bad. Listen to this. this is, these are the adults that are trying... And this is to be popular. 
It's popular. The myth that fuels the panic over surgery for trans teenagers. For many, getting top surgery is a long and onerous process. This January, Alex Petcanis boarded a flight from Anchorage, Alaska to Seattle after years working with his therapist and medical providers. He was finally on his way to get to top surgery. By the way, when people write these articles, you have to understand the journalists are being cute and they are referring to the individuals as their post-op or their identified thing. So you don't know that she was a girl before and now she's a boy. So she's biologically born a girl. Now she's a guy. So just to understand that. He, she originally was finally on her way to get a top surgery, a procedure that removes unwanted breast tissue. It's a key part of gender affirming care for many transgender non-binary people. For Pat Canis, a 30-year-old transmasculine person, 30 years old, okay, fine, <clears throat> having a body that didn't match his gender identity was severely affecting his mental health. There are no were no well surgeons who do gender-affirming procedures in the Anchorage area, so he decided to make a three-and-a-half-hour flight to Washington. Top surgery was something I'd want a long time, and at a certain part, part point, it kind of felt like I wasn't able really to move forward with my life without it, he said. Uh, there was an enduring myth that getting gender affirming surgery is too easy, that people will get swept up in the temporary vision of themselves and then come to regret changes they made to their bodies. This concern is particularly large when it comes to top surgeries for teens. See, now here, here's where it is like, oh, we can't dismiss them as teenagers. This They're suffering. They're, they're oh, God, get it, get it now. Some clinicians have pointed to the rising demand of top surgery and the turmoil of adolescent development as reasons for doctors to slow down before offering irreversible procedures, wrote Azine Goriashi, a recent widely discussed piece in the New York Times. But the reality, here it is. Here's the lying adults, guys. Kids, get your tits cut off. But the reality is that the process behind getting top surgery can be long and onerous. Surges in health insurance. Well, think maybe there's a reason for that. Surgeons and health insurance plans typically require one or two letters of support from health professionals showing a diagnosis of persistent gender dysphoria, the psychological distress from the mismatch between one's biological sex and one's gender identity. Yet finding someone who practices trans health care can be difficult. Some insurance plans also insist at least a year of successful real life experience in the patient genders in the patient's desired gender. Hang on, I'm losing my voice. Uh, the surgery can cost more than 10,000, a sum that can take time to save for. That's not that, that much actually for a surgery. I thought it would have been a lot more and having the means to fund the surgery isn't enough. Uh, patients also need to find a surgeon who's willing to use their skills specifically for gender affirming procedures. Many of whom are booked out for months. There's a woman in Florida who would do it for you girls. Okay. I know you girls want to be popular. I mean, and your mental health. Am I right? Right? Can't just be a phase. It can't be you're doing it because you're popular. There's a woman in Florida who will do it. Altogether, getting top surgery could take years even for adults. And for trans non-binary kids under 18, the road could be even longer. The kids not only need to come to in with persistent, well-documented gender dysphoria, but they also have to have the capacity to understand this care. Said Steph De, De Normand, the trans health program manager <clears throat> at Fenway Health, an LGBTQ healthcare organization in Boston. This usually means having even more detailed conversation about the surgery with younger folks than adults, the Normand noted. Conversations around top surgery for both adults and teens follow a set of standards of care laid out by the World Professional Associate of Transgender Health, or WPATH, 
They include confirming the patient and, if necessary, the parents or guardians understand what top surgery entails, making sure the surgery lines up with the patient's future goals and ensuring that any other significant mental health concerns are reasonably well controlled at the time of procedure. Now, look, the entire paragraph just listed a bunch of what? Adults. And I don't care how professional sounding they are. We have surgeons. We have doctors. We have meetings. <clears throat> we have consultations. We have the parents. Da, da, da. You don't trust the adults. I don't care. It's not a science. Did you know? Hey, did you notice how people are getting worse mentally? Like our health as a society, mental health as a society is getting worse, even though the field of psychology has been expanding. Do you think psychologists know what the hell they're doing? Do you know how many psychologists are mentally ill themselves? Do you know the absence of correlation between therapy and actual success? <clears throat> I don't care if they, if they have a PhD in front of their name. Chances are they don't know what the hell they're talking about. An MD, sure, fine. Okay, <clears throat> nurse practitioner, all right. PhD in what? Listen, they make it seem like a science, you know, like economics and the social sciences, even though the economy and society had, have we solved one social ailment? Have we solved poverty? We haven't. Do you think these people with all the professional degrees and all that know what the hell they're talking about? <clears throat> I'm, I'm happy there's a lot of concern and there's a lot of conversations, but you're not practicing a real study or a subject. And the real simple solution is wait till they're 18. Then knock it out. Knock yourselves out, buddy. Some of you doctors, I'm sure, do this because of your Hippocratic Oath, and that's good. But there should not be anyone under 18. But <clears throat> I'm using this to demonstrate to the people out there another reason not to another reason not to listen to the adults. Weren't the adults really sure? Didn't Farik Hazid Haran or whatever that CNN moron was write a book saying you should go to college for a liberal arts? Didn't they all say, didn't the experts say, well, you know, people with college degrees make a lot more money. Didn't they say that? Oh, we bailed everyone out, huh? The experts don't know anything. When we are talking to younger folk before pursuing any kind of care, it's always with an assessment of what is most appropriate for someone at that age, the level of either distress or dysphoria they are experiencing, and a balance of risks and benefits. That Denormand, two 12-year-old trans kids, for example, may have vastly different care plans because of their social, emotional, physical development and their unique gender goals. 12-year-old <clears throat> gender goals? The fact you think they have gender goals at 12? Here's how many scalpels do you want? Knock yourself out. A step like top surgery won't be right for every trans or non-binary person or teen. I think that the majority of the time we are seeing someone who is under the age of 18 who is assessing surgery. It is typically in the context of an extreme level of distress, said Norman. Well, why? Okay, but drugs is better, right? Treat them with drugs. Numerous studies have shown that gender-affirming care, which includes anything from talk therapy. There's a start. I'll go with you there to hormone therapy. Hang on. Gender-affirming surgery improves mental health in trans and non-binary people. And the number of those studies, I recall, <clears throat> they only went out 6 to 18 months and were only those who, like, they surveyed people. I think only 30% responded back. That is not a reliable study. 
For those who pursue top surgery, it's not a panacea against mental health distress, but for many people, it's incredibly helpful. A 2021 paper found that trans people who had received one or more gender-affirming surgeries had a 42% reduction in the odds of experiencing psychological distress over the past month and 44% reduction in the odds of suicidal thoughts over the past year. I really want to know how many people that was. I mean, okay, cool. Good. Wait till they're 18. While much of this research has been done on adults, a study study published in September analyzed 36 36 patients aged 13 to 24 had received top surgery and found they had significantly less dysphoria, more body image satisfaction three months post-surgery. Oh, a whole three months. A whole three months. Okay. You know, I get a brand new car that's going to cripple my finances. Ask me three months if I'm still happy about it. Probably. Yet there's a narrative that despite how long it could take to get top surgery, people regret the procedure, especially if they are young, in addition to patients who are happy with their choice to get the top surgery. Giorashi's piece featured two women who received top surgery as young adults in the subsequently detransition. And if you keep up with the critics of gender affirming surgery, you likely heard stories of people regretting the surgeries before. It's true that some people do regret the surgery, but there's hope, little girls. Little girls, you want to be popular, right? But the number might be smaller than you think. Only 1% of the people who have received gender-affirming surgery report regret, according to a 2021 review of just under 8,000 patients of such surgeries. All right. All right. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Still wait until you're 18. And here's the chances. What are the chances that's a biased study in social sciences, right? Social sciences never get it wrong, right? (laughs) Regret for gender-reaffirming surgery is drastically lower than the regret rates of people who have knee replacement surgery, gotten a tattoo, gone to college, even had a baby. You'll you'll forgive me if I'm somewhat suspicious about this. Um, I had a surgery 13 years ago. That's not a day to go by. I don't think how it was the best thing I've ever done for my survival. Also, I had orthopedic knee surgery at 14. Off, regret it. Chase Stinachanjo. ACLU guy said, regardless of how helpful top surgery can be, even trans adults experience incredible barriers, blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> I, I don't, it's don't be afraid. Don't worry. Go do it. I fine. I know you girls got to be really popular. Okay. And this is the newest, coolest, hippest thing. And man, it's boring being a straight person. I, I, I got you, sister. Boy, just a straight girl. Snoresville. Knock yourselves out. <clears throat> Knock yourselves out. But the larger point, the adults are lying to you. I don't believe the one study. I, <laughs> I, I just want ration and, and reason. Why don't you wait until they're 18? Then there's no obligation. You don't have to worry about it. But could we stop targeting kids? Oh, but there's a, there, sure enough, Slate comes out with an article trying to rationalize it. I don't know how you guys sleep with yourselves, but <clears throat> if for those of you who are sane, do you see how the adults lie? <sighs> they lie about everything really important, too. And if you want a, a general rule to follow, if it hurts or you don't like the way it sounds, that's the truth. If it requires work and hard work and effort and pain, that's the truth. And it will usually require pain and suffering up front, but then it's a lot easier down the road. Whereas the lies are usually easy up front and they ruin your life and make it much more painful down the road. 
there's a general rule for you to follow. Generational Powell, five bucks, young boomers. Peace and love, man, old boomers. Let's start a nuclear World War III with Russia. True, <clears throat> true. Mac Wilson, five bucks. I can work remote and housing is so expensive in Phoenix, Arizona. Wife and I want to get our starter home soon. We're thinking West Virginia, North Carolina. What do you think? Um, I like both. Uh, they're very pretty. Um, if you think it to get away from the heat, those are fine states. I would, if you're going there, why not Tennessee? You have no state income tax. Why not go Tennessee? I think Tennessee is better. Uh, read reconnaissance, man. If you haven't already, that'll kind of go in there, but yeah, I, I have nothing wrong with West Virginia or North Carolina. I really enjoyed North Carolina. I think it's very pretty. Um, I'm look at a town called Asheville. Uh, Zevin He Noble, one, uh, five bucks, <clears throat> 30 years graduating a software boot camp through my job, pushing to become financially stable. Job market looking worrisome. Any advice is appreciated. Apply for jobs. Um, I don't know. Look, if you're really worried about money, go work a job millennials won't. Go become a bartender, go drive Uber, go anything. Uh, you know, uh, drive truck. Go out there. Look what look what they're paying. Go look in the want ads. Oh, look, Modern Life Dating John with 320 yen. Cappy, let me on your show right now. Send link. All right, hang on. <clears throat> you gotta be quick, okay? Let me let me get you. Hang on, hang on. Okay, I'm gonna copy. I'm going to go to Twitter now, John. Let's be quick because I got to wrap it up. I got to go pee and I got to go to anger management. Got a busy day. Got a busy day. Got to go to the gym. Got to go to anger management. Got to get the truck fixed. Got to worry about my solar panels. Where are you? You're here somewhere, you schmo. All right. Sent. We'll wait for John. All right. Um, Those are all the super chats. All right, let me go through the last remnants of uh, the things. Uh, some books. So check out my books. Uh, the flagship one is Bachelor Pad Economics. Financial Advice Bible for Men. We also have the book of numbers, analyzing the ROI and the pursuit of women. This is the Better Bachelor edition. You get an extra chapter written by Joker himself. For those of you who don't want to suffer poverty and be a millennial, get uh, Worthless, the Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing Right Major. You may also want to get, which is too far away. Hang on, I'll go grab these. John hang on did i send it yeah i sent it to the right one yep sent it to the right one also how not to become a millennial look if you're a younger person and you don't know where to go all you have to do is look at the millennial generation and figure out what not to do and it all starts with the lies that the boomers told them and I continuing to tell you, and Gen X is now continuing to tell you, but now we're, I guess, I guess we're going to out boomer the boomers telling young teenage girls that, Hey, yeah, you should cut off your tits. 
Okay. I guess, I guess we're, you know, we're going to the boomers. Yeah. Those lies you told us, hold my beer. We're really going to F up our kids. So if you want to be successful in life here, learn from the least successful generation of Americans. And if you're a millennial, this is not to insult you. This is to help you out. Get that book. <clears throat> All right. What do you want? What's going on? Look at that shirt. Cappy, why is everybody so angry? I don't know. You're you're in a, a foreign country. You gotta that is a cool shirt. That is you roll Thank around newspaper or something with people or what? No, listen, you'll love this shirt. I bought this shirt in Korea for twelve dollars mm-hmm. in two thousand and nineteen. And I still have really? it. Really? Oh, that's yeah. nice. So what do you want? What do you got? I gotta go pee and then I gotta go to anger management. I just wanted to come be a co-host on one of the best shows on the internet. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you're on the wrong show then. You what what is Rolo podcasting or something or what? Oh God, no! I'm I'm tired of talking about hypergamy. Okay, all right, <laughs> cool. So, you want to plug your uh, your your um your classes? One your most? No, no, you don't. Okay, all right. No, I just wanted to come say hi to you. I love you so I, much. I appreciate it very much. Good to have you on. I'll dedicate you a, a mod in one of my podcast on my channel here one of these days. All right. I'm waiting. I'm gonna be. I'll be waiting for uh, Rolo to stop talking about hypergamy too. Right. <laughs> All right. And even though John's a moron, he does like this book, Curse of the High IQ. Oh, look, look, listen, speaking of books, look, look at this yeah. book. You know that what one? What is it? I can't see it. Almanac? Poor Richard's Almanac? Poor Charlie's Almanac by Charlie Munger. Okay. You never seen this book? No. Um, but Charlie Munger, the investor? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get it later. So, All right. You want to take us out appropriately? All right. See you guys later. Peace Doodle. out. <laughs> <laughs> Dick.